Happy Easter, everyone, and happy birthday, Brody Brazil! Hey everybody, welcome into the Pucknologists episode 127 here on Teal Town USA. What's good everybody? Hope you're having a pleasant Easter. I am AJ underscore strong on the social media and joining me tonight, of course, Rocket Backhander. Hey, how are you? Hey now. And coming us from V-Town, Vaccinationville, <laughs> Hockey Jerk. Yeah, freshly added to the COVID protocol. Look. I'm so happy to be vaccinated, but if you're going to do it, you should at least get comfortable with feeling like you fell down a flight of stairs. <laughs> well, you know how they say, uh, you know, been there, done there, got the t-shirt. Did you get a t-shirt from this? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't get a t-shirt, but I got a cute, uh, a cute little card, which I will not be putting on social media. Oh. Um, so sorry to disappoint everybody. Did you um, get a and- sticker? I didn't get a sticker, but I did get a Band-Aid that was a bitch to pull off. So. Okay. Well. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, let's see what shirt you are wearing today. Hey, now. Hose Mac. Hey. <laughs> Hot damn. Nice. <laughs> so, we, now that we've got Jerk's uh, wardrobe out of the way, do us a favor. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button while you're here on the YouTube channel. Follow us on our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. They're all at USA. Check us out on Reddit. Don't forget to ask for that Discord link. You have the option to support the show using Super Chat or Venmo at Tealtown USA. We appreciate those. And if you ever want to find a show that you missed previously, you can find it on your favorite podcaster. Catcher? Maybe Catcher? I don't know. Everything on the YouTube and at TealtownUSA.com. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about how the Sharks... Could be ready to issue some cap relief, or maybe not. Why superstars only get fines. And we might see fans at SAP this season. But first, let's get into the Sharks games this week. Wait a minute. They won? All of them? Really? Okay. (laughs) Four games this week. Two versus Mini, two versus LA, taking a eight of a possible eight points. Wait, what? I can't be right. Moved up to sixth. I feel like it should be fifth. Whoever, whoever's it, it, regulation over time. How does wins, just straight wins, not, I don't get that. But anyway, um, 37 games played. One point out of a playoff spot. What in the world is going on? And Jerk, remind me, what, what's going on? Arizona in Anaheim, last time I looked, tied? Is that still the case? What do we got going on? At the time of your query... It is currently 2-1 Anaheim Ducks, which is things that we love to see. Oh, <laughs> yes, you do. Granted, only seven, 17 minutes left in the second, so still plenty of time. But if you want something to be excited about, that's it. That's the one. So uh, with that, let's get into, I suppose, game one. 4 <laughs> 3 shootout win. Uh, goals coming from Shimmick and a pair from Carlson. This is also of note the game that VL uh, kind of cemented his spot over Gabriel, I think, in Doug Wilson's 1300th as a GM. And so, uh, look, Shimmick, beautiful tie up from Donato and Leonard. Uh, but 
Eric Carlson took him what 33 games to get two goals, and all of a sudden he doubles that total inside of one game. Got to enjoy that. He knew you were watching, <laughs> dude. I think after he got the second, he looked at the screen and was like, "AJ, hose mad." No, I, I, I'm telling you, dude. I really want him to just dust you on the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, AJ, nothing to say today. <laughs> you know, he, he's he still needs to come over and mow your lawn. Hey now, yeah. Uh, Ooh, hello. All right. I totally felt like the Sharks had a lot more jump in this game. They outshot the Wild eighteen to seven in the first. They led in high danger chances eight to one. Uh, kind of went back and forth in the second and the third. And in the OT, the Sharks had a lot of chances early. It looked horrible in the second part of it, but goes to a shootout. Bugner elects to go second, which we don't see very often. Usually the you know, the home team, they usually type you know, they tend to like to go first, but uh Fiala, Couture, they both score, but Zuccarella, oh my lord, completely faked out Jones. Uh LeBanc would keep it going. Goes eight rounds before, of course, EK65 would win it. I don't know what the hell Bugner was waiting on to put the guy in who already scored twice that game. Yeah, well, the, you you were talking about how Bugner decided to go second, and I think that was partially because, you know, he, he wanted Eric Carlson's goal to be the winner. You know, it was all, I'm pretty sure it was all calculated. You know, it was it was drawn up exactly this way. 40 um, chess, 40 chess. <laughs> And and you know it and it and it worked out. Um, you know I, I something I don't know. You don't want to disparage a guy, but let's just let's have a story here. So um, Luke Johnson, who's the guy that Jeff Viel, um dusted, fed fed fists to, um, he got put on waivers today. So I guess he's not making the cut. Well, um, so you know that's kind of your update on where where that stands. You know if you want to stay in the NHL, don't get in a fight with Jeffrey VL. Um, And I liked, you know, in a season where it seemed like the Sharks would be out of a game a third of the way through, it was nice that, you know, to see, okay, so, you know, Benino, or I'm sorry, um, yeah, Benino, you know, he's going to get that Tom, the lead goal, leading goal um, from Erickson Eck, and it was a nice play, you know, but the, the Sharks, they went about their business, you know, they didn't, they didn't let it get to them. You know what I mean? There was no, oh, we're losing. So that's probably going to be the result. You know, they they get the fortunate power play from Jared Spurgeon. And, you know, the guys that you want to be capitalizing, capitalize. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the third period, they just came on. You know, Eric Carlson gets that bomb of a shot. Um, and, you know, was off and running. So I just, I like seeing the Sharks you know, I don't like seeing them down in a game, but if they are down in a game, I would like to see them at the very least battle like hell to try and get back into it. And that's what they did in the first game against Minnesota. Yeah. Well, of course, the story of this was the post game. Let's. I loved it. Rewind the clock here for those of you who, who might have forgotten, but uh, Eric Carlson on the post game, chomping on an apple. Asked if this was the be- you know, one of the best games he's ever played. And, of course, his response was not even close. Now, and the, question, that... the question should have been, was this your best game or one of your best in a Sharks uniform? Correct. And I, and I, you know, some people, I think maybe AJ included, will say that it was just 
unnecessarily, you know, an unnecessarily, like, just curt and, like, kind of short response. Um, I I don't know. I, I'm of the belief, you know, where as a media member, and, and I'm, you know, I'm not a media member. This is just an opinion. But, like, if you are going to ask a dumb question, you should be prepared for a dumb answer. I don't necessarily think it was a, a dumb question. I think it could have been phrased a little bit better. And some people are going to look at the response and some are going to say, oh, you know, love that swag, love that BDE. Mm-hmm. And then there's others that are going to sit there and go, well, wow, that's pretty arrogant and disrespectful. Um, you know, it makes you wonder how players would feel if journalists were asking questions while halfway down a bag of all dressed. But look, like, let's let's pump the brakes, all right? You know, we need a- Eric Carlson to play like this for three-fourths of the season, not three to four games a season. So let's pump the brakes with the where's the ek now or haters now bitches (laughs) like let's put together a string of games like this and then we can start you know moving on i don't know i just think and then we can move on to the next game but i i just think like if you've ever you know if you're covering hockey and if you've ever like if you've heard of eric carlson you know that that first game against minnesota was nowhere close to anything that he's capable of so i think you're right capable of well you know semantics Mm -hmm. um but you know i i do agree with you maybe you phrase it differently but like i said you know that kind of question don't be surprised by the response Mm -hmm. all right second game versus minnesota 4-2 victory jones would get his second straight start same lines as the previous game because hey if it ain't broke don't fix it goals coming from balsers donato Kanijov and Kane, of course, Kanijov would net his first NH goal, which would be the game winner. Uh, definitely one of the best that they played this season. And aside from a couple brief pushes with from the Wild, um, felt like San Jose had this one from the start. You know. Yeah, I I agree. They, you know, they controlled the play for a lot of the game, and and same thing. You know, you see Kaprizov get that goal in the third period and, and you're kind of thinking, oh boy, here we go. And then, can you know, Kanijov makes it 3-1 um, and obviously you get that goal right back, which is huge. But then you see, you know, you see Couture get laid out and, you know, Kane jumps in, Burns is right there, you know, LeBanc, everybody's jumping in to protect Couture, which, you know, is good to see because it wasn't that long ago that people were talking about if the players cared about each other. So, yep. I see mm-hmm. that they do. Well, and- I don't really have I don't really have a whole lot to say about this game just because it was like to me it was a very complete game, you know, and the Sharks did everything they were supposed to do. I don't really feel like there's anything that I would need to point out. Right? That was negative, I should say. No. It's yeah. Solid. Although the funny thing is during the first period it sounded as if like Hedekin's mic was on for a stretch. Like he wasn't using the on-off switch or somebody would like when Randy's calling it, you could hear like a little back talk. And then if you remember, this is also the game where like at one point during the game, like it, somebody was like screwing with Snapchat filters or something. Like we, we had like a stretch of a minute of play where like the game was in sepia or something like, no, they, they took out Martin's <laughs> camera. <laughs> We're just kidding. I want to know where this effort was though. These, these two games against Minnesota, like where the hell was this when you were playing Arizona? I mean, and, and even Bugner said in the post game, he's like, yeah, we need to know, we need to figure out how to pack the game, our home game and take it on road trips with us. 
you you know you you don't want to say what if right but let's just say that and Arizona is a good team this year but I don't think they're significantly better than the Sharks you know to your point AJ had the Sharks been dialed in in those two games against Arizona say they win both games just for argument's sake the Sharks are four points up in a playoff spot well if memory serves like week week and a half ago I think uh what, what, what's what's Chief's name at the Athletic who runs all the numbers? Dom Luschichin. And uh, Bless you. Yes, thank you. Kazuntite. Uh had him at two percent, and I think the last time I checked the wheel, it was all of a sudden the Sharks went from two to like fifty-five percent to make the playoffs. Hey, so, let's go. Hold on, here this, here comes Jerk to do his dance. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna. Um, the no, what I'm about to say, it's not it's not meant to be like a oh. You have no faith, kind of thing, because you, like, you were absolutely bang on when you said this two or three weeks ago. But just remember when the three of us were talking, and it was like, oh, the Sharks are eleven out of eleven points out of a playoff spot. I don't know the, how they pull out of this, you know. And then they go on and they pull out. Of it. <laughs> yeah, they say this is how dumbass. <laughs> they didn't so much pull it. You know what a, a funicular is? It's kind of like a cable car, except it's a set, and they're uh, a, they're basically attached to each other so that they pull each other up and down. So what happened was that San Jose was on one end and St. Louis was on the other end. As in St. Louis free-falled, it catapulted San Jose upwards. I love that Tom Petty song. <laughs> Jeez. Can we not? The video is pretty good, too. I wanted that little skater girl's outfit when I was in school. <laughs> the pendulum swing is what we're saying. So uh, another thing of note about this, which I thought was kind of cool, Sharks did not take a single penalty in this one. This is notable when you have a team on it that has Evander Kane. I'm just saying. He's known for taking a penalty. Everybody. We move on to two versus L.A. in SoCal. Jones, third straight start. Again, same lineup. And now it's all about the hurdle. Meyer, Balser's line as, uh, or as, what is it? My, I'm sorry. My, Meyer, Balser's hurdle line, or what some are referring to as the my balls hurt line. I mean, really, when you think about it, who's don't? Yeah. 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 So, anyway, uh, <laughs> that line, East gets a goal. Both Hurdle and Balsers have multi-point nights. Uh, this is kind of huge because if you remember, Bugner challenged all of them after they that entire line went, neg- you know, dash two in the first game versus Minnesota. So, it was nice to see them respond. Burns would get his 500th assists. Uh, Burns and Kinejov picking up helpers in this one, and then boom, Jones gets a, a shot out. No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I this this is gonna sound like a recording, but again, a complete game. Uh-huh. You know, the and again the Sharks. You know, Timo Meyer gets that second goal, and it, it had that goal been washed out. How many times have you seen, not just the Sharks, how many times have you seen any teams start feeling dejected by getting a goal washed out and, and yeah. it's just, you know, you completely fall apart. And, you know, the there were a couple penalties that I think maybe the Sharks would want to clean up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, Hurdle holding, Eric Carlson on the high stick. But, again, another complete game. You know, the Sharks, they got out to the lead very early, you know, and they didn't squander it. They got goals from you know, all over the place. Um, and same same thing with the Meyer one. Gambrell's get goal, goal gets called back, but, you know, no problem at all. You know, Balsers gets another goal. Like you said, AJ, that line has just been 
hot really the last couple games and two games in a row now where it's just like, yeah, we didn't really have to show up because neither did the other team. <laughs> well, you know, go ahead. Mark. I know. Okay. So I noticed this um, really kind of in the LA game is that they, they had position of the puck a lot of the time, but even when LA had the puck, they did everything they could in their power to just at least swat it out of their way. So not only did they have possession and control of the puck, but they weren't giving LA any time or opportunity to have the puck long enough to set anything up. Mm-hmm. So all they did was just bat it away from them and then go play the whole night. It was like, it it kind of changed the the objectivity of the game for them, I think. At least that's what it feels like for me. And now that they've gotten these other like things that they've been over-concentrating on kind of out of the way, it feels like it's opened them up to really take opportunities towards scoring and shutting the other team the hell down, which is nice. Well, and if memory serves, isn't this the game that Burns dished over to Balser's using Balser's stick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For yeah, the he, empty meter? Yeah, made the – which it's impressive because, you know, Burns, Burns is obviously right-handed – and Balser's is left-handed, um, so <laughs> you know the fact—the fact that Burns was able to—I mean, he put it on the backhand, which would technically for him be a forehand because he's on the opposite stick. But just to have the skill yeah. <laughs> to do that, I mean, it's well. And the best part, of course, impressive. if you go back and uh, and it's it's on our um, Twitter account, but Randy's call. I don't know if he was just surprised by the whole thing or if he just caught a little Peter Brady syndrome, but if Balser shoots, Scott! His, his voice just went shut up an octave and I just started laughing my ass off. And I'm like, that's great. That's awesome. And just like you lose air for a second because you're so excited in the moment and everything just goes, that was good. So final game, 3-2 victory in LA. Again, Jones, fourth straight start. This time the goals come from a different line, LeBanc and Kane, and then Gambrell gets into the mix. Uh, the Sharks were outshot 18-5 to in the first. This was the one that I was going, oh, shit, here we go. You know, like, what? What What are we doing? Come on, we're three in a row. We're looking so good. This is L.A. You need this. And then they allowed just one shot through half of the second. I'm like, okay, now we're talking. Um, Couture had an awesome backhand feed to Kane from behind the net. Uh, the one thing that does kind of piss you off, and we're going to get into this a little bit later with the hot and not, but the Sharks give up their fourth shorty of the season in the final second, uh, the final minute of the second period. Uh, I'm not really sure how the hell Jones didn't come up with that one, but man, did the power play suck. The other thing of note, of course, Vlasic. Only played 535 through the first period. Didn't come out after that. Evidently has an upper body injury. Haven't heard an update on that as of yet. Uh, And then finally, I think the Gambrell goal has to be called out because I don't know what the hell Quick is doing in that situation. (laughs) So, yeah, I just tried to – maybe if I play the puck, we'll do better. Nope. Nope. Didn't work. Sorry, pal. He tried. (laughs) She tried. I, I, I mean, to your point, AJ, this was a, a bit more sloppy um, than the previous three, but the Sharks, they continued, and I sound like a broken record here, but they continued to have that battle back ability, if you will, um, where they, you know, they're leading and the game gets tied up or maybe they're trailing as we saw in the Minnesota game. And it's like, nope, no problem. We're going to get one here. Just calm down. 
and <laughs> definitely a, uh, a fortuitous gaffe um, on the part of Jonathan Quick to get Gambrell the winning goal. But, you know, they even if it's gifted to you like that, you have to make the most of your chances. I mean, I, I, I think... Dude, if they're going to give you a I, present, I open would, it up. I was going to say, I think Twitter would have burned down if, if Gambrell sailed that one over the net. <laughs> Dude, they would have been, you would have been seeing pictures of him wearing Barracuda gear going, guess what? <laughs> Break him out. Get, dive into the closet, Chief. So, over the four games, uh, look, Pop, I don't understand how you cannot say that this is the best week of hockey the Sharks have had this season, which is, and if you're going to do it, this is probably the right time to start doing that. Uh, you know, they took less penalties than the opposing team uh, averaged out over the course of the week, so they're playing more disciplined. Uh, with the exception of this last game versus L.A., they outshot the opposing team, so they're doing the things you're supposed to be doing. And after 37 games, the Sharks are 17, 16, and 4 for 38 points. Last season, after 37 games, the Sharks were 16, 19, and 2 for 34 points. So what this means is what Jerk was saying before is now true again. The current team, four <laughs> points better than last season. Yeah, and wow. <laughs> and and it's like it's like I said, you know, um, whenever it was two weeks ago, where yeah, it, at the time things were looking bleak, but season's not over. You know what I mean? It's a it's a fifty six game season, so you know nothing is set in stone until game fifty six. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I want to thank you for sharing that stat uh, on my behalf. <laughs> of course. So, I mean, thirty seven games in. Um, it's I'm not planning a parade or anything, but I'm just saying it's looking a hell of a lot better. We, you know, we kind of buried this team a few weeks ago as a jerk said earlier but dude as it goes in the division st louis 16 of their remaining 19 they're all against the top three dogs of the division yikes arizona has 18 left eight of those come against the top three only two versus anaheim one of which is currently being played do we have a score update by any chance yeah it is still two to one with seven and a half minutes left two to one for the ducks Nice. Uh, the Arizona also has four against San Jose. The other thing for Arizona, they're currently on a nine-game road trip. So, Jesus. I <laughs> uh, know. So, dude, it's like That's hmm. kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It so, sounds like a typical Sharks February. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but so the the you know the point being is that you know what like schedule wise looks. Pretty decent for San Jose. L.A. might have the path of least resistance. 20 games left, seven against the top three, and five against the Ducks. <laughs> Although the Ducks <laughs> did just get back John Gibson, so maybe that'll tilt it. Uh, but the other cool thing is L.A. has five against Arizona, and L.A. faces San Jose two more times, and they're currently 1-4-1 one, and one against San Jose. These are these are games you have to win, you know, and, and if you look at the last week, especially against L.A., these two games, you know, Hater and even, you know, the Sharks are 8-1-1 one, and one against the California teams this year. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, those two teams, L.A. and Anaheim, they're bad teams. I mean, L.A. is kind of playing with house money, money right now, but I find it hard to believe that they're going to be competitive for much longer. 
Mm-hmm. And at least this season. And so, you know, haters. Oh, in a couple of years, I don't yeah, want to see that. A couple them. years, different story. Yeah. So, you know, haters will say, oh, why are you so excited? The Sharks should beat these teams. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Because what if they didn't? Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Well, and it's it you know it's not going to be totally easy for San Jose, but you know next five against Anaheim and LA of the remaining nineteen games, thirteen are at SAP, so that helps. And look, Minnesota, it's you talk about a weird circle. I mean, have I'm trying to think? Did the Sharks have the Sharks even beaten Vegas this year? Maybe once. Um, no, I, to, mm. no, I don't believe they have. Okay. No. Okay. Then. So it's like Vegas, like over the course of the last couple of weeks, Vegas beat San Jose twice. San Jose beat Minnesota twice. Minnesota beat Vegas twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Minnesota with 20 left to have eight on the road where they've been far worse. So it would be nice if maybe they had some more on the road, but they don't. They only have three losses at home. So, many, it's uh, it's looking good for them to kind of remain where they are if the numbers stay the same. But coming up this week, one versus Anaheim, again, currently last in the division, only three wins in their last 10. Although, like we said, they're currently up 2 1 on Arizona, so that could change. Um, the Ducks are 2 and 1. Wait a minute. The Ducks are 2 and 1 against the Sharks this season? That can't possibly be right. Okay, I think we lost in a shootout. Mm, we, uh, I have the schedule. Uh, so we stomped them six zero. We st- we beat them three to one. No, the Sharks are one and two. Three. No, the Sharks are four zero oh, and one. Four zero oh, and one against yeah. the Ducks. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. And then four zero oh, and one against the Ducks. Four and one against the Kings. Oh, okay. And somehow my numbers did not get updated. I'm Stephen. Talk to the <laughs> and and. And also to against Vegas this year, the Sharks are zero uh, four and one, and we've oh. we've got them we've got them three more times in April. And aren't so, two of them in Vegas? That is correct. Yikes! All right. Um, following the Ducks, the Sharks again. But wait a minute, back to back against LA. Didn't we just do this? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but they've fallen to seventh. Also, only three wins in their last ten. Like I said earlier, one four and one against San Jose. Let's keep that going. But does now this change anything in the front office? You know, the deadline's a week away. And all of a sudden, like, Doug Wilson is going, you know, he's a month removed from going, well, you know, it doesn't look good. And we're, you know, we're going to have to use this as an opportunity to reset and blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, Chief, you're one point out of a playoff spot. Uh, Perhaps we could get some people in here, do something. We've got a decent amount of cap space to work with. What's going on? I think, I think at this point, you know, the Sharks and and uh, Ian said it on After Dark yesterday, where it's like you're playing with house money at this point. Don't change anything. Just keep literally, just keep doing the same thing and kind of let everything happen naturally. But I think, to your point, AJ, if the Sharks are going to bring somebody in, let's just say for argument's sake, it's if it's a pending UFA, it will be very inexpensive. Like think. Eric Fair for a seventh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be somebody who, okay, maybe you have to pay for them, but they're going to have more years left. So it's not like a rental. It's like a piece that you can use for, let's say, two years, three years, four years. You know what I mean? Could I interest you in a Nikita Gusev? <laughs> 
I mean, I like him. <laughs> Clearly, everybody else doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I think it depends on how far he thinks that they might, you know, they realistically have a shot at going deep in the playoffs because, I mean, they're going to have to get, I mean, not have it naturally or no, they still need bodies, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, These injuries and et cetera, et cetera. You just need bodies to fill and throw it things. Well, because you know? if Kane gets injured or suspended, that's it. That's, <laughs> yeah. Know, so we need a Kane 2.0 to take his place. Yeah. And, 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 um, wow. Okay. <laughs> Vaccine on the brain. I totally forgot the point <laughs> I was going to make back to you. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, yeah. let's, let's hit one in the chat real quick. Uh, Lanical asking, we should, or not asking, flat out saying it. Shark should have claimed Staylock. No. Well, as AJ likes to say, there is no key for the stay lock. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, Wilson has shown a proclivity for bringing back former oh. players. Yeah, I know words. Um, I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I, let, let it's me, something I would have been fine with. Like, you're not bringing back stay lock to be, to like, nothing. to be the guy. Like, you're literally, mm. if you were going to bring back stay lock on the waiver claim, it's literally so that you have a goalie in the net. Yeah. No, it could have been very much like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Yeah, we wanted Staylock. We took the wrong Minnesota guy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, He's I mean, a goalie in the academic sense. He skates and he has a pulse. Well, I mean, he do- owns a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and the goalie stick. He, uh, dude, Dubnik over his last three starts 885, 800, 865. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about some team bringing him in. I, why? He's been outplayed by Martin Jones so far. Who? Oh, do do yeah, we need but, to, do we put up a banner uh, at SAP because Jones broke nine hundred for the season on save percentage? And we're not in Nashville. No. I don't know. I I think okay, yeah. So Dubnik's stats aren't exactly kind to him, but like, look at the <clears throat> you look at the body of work that he's had in the past, and frankly, look at the games that were played in front of him when he was in the net. Like, if you're a team, say you're somebody like Colorado or, I mean, the Islanders, you know, like, just some a team like this, like, say what you want about the stats, but Dubnik's an NHL goalie. Like, NHL goalies can lock it down when they need to. And again, you know, it's kind of hard to make a save when the team in front of you is not exactly helping you out. Well, but I mean, if we need bodies, I mean, say it with me now. Bodker, Goldobin, Hansen. These players are all available right now. <laughs> no, Hansen's retired. Yeah, I know, but it's, uh, <laughs> anyway, he's on to. I believe he if, Rocket. Correct me. Is he doing radio coverage for the Canucks? Uh, yes, he is. Oh. He's a he's a color guy, not a color guy. He's an analyst. I'm sorry, and he's actually really good. Well, <laughs> there's your, your this week's edition of Where Are They Now. <laughs> Well, let's get into who's hot and who's not. I mean, for this week, obviously, the hot list is going to be a little long. Uh, for me, I got Kanijov. I mean, one goal, two assists in his last three games, including a game winner, his first NHL goal. Uh, of course, I'm going to hate to say it, but look, Eric Carlson. <laughs> two goals, two assists in his last six games. Um, well, I guess we have to give him credit for three apples if we... Well, never mind. Make your own joke. Uh... Uh, Rudy Balsers. 
Three goals and two assists in the last two games. Tomash Hurdle, five goals, eight assists in 13 games played since the Rona. Um, yeah, which I want to interrupt you mm-hmm. because the that's a, an excellent point that you make. Because And same thing with injuries. We're like, oh, say you break your foot. And it's like, okay, yeah, you'll, you're back in six weeks. That doesn't mean that you're at NHL speed in six weeks. That just means you can walk on your foot in six weeks. Yeah. So the fact that he comes from, came back from what sounds like a brutal case of the COVID and hits the ground running, I mean, to me, that makes it even more impressive. <laughs> can we get Meyer to get COVID then? <laughs> well, if you recall, he had mono, so he is familiar with with the um, the uh, autoimmune thing. Nah. <laughs> Well, I mean, six shots, 10 attempts versus L.A. on Friday. They're both team highs. I mean, it seems like he's trying to respond to being challenged by Boogie, but, man, that guy needs to pot something pretty pretty damn soon. I, I think he's on pace for, if this was an 82-game season, he's on pace to score 15 goals. Oof. Yeah. Let me put that in perspective, kids. A couple seasons ago, Sorensen and LeBanc each had hit 17. Dude, a couple seasons ago, I said Meyer was good for 35. <laughs> uh, that said, I like I don't think I'm wrong in saying that, but it certainly doesn't look good. Oh, no. <laughs> Especially when you sit there and go, oh, let me tell you a couple names. Uh, what, Rantanen, Barzal? Mm. Kyle Connor. Mm. Dude, you watch a Jets game, he's nasty. <laughs> he is. Um, Maybe he's just a little bit lost. He'll He'll figure his way out. He'll be better. He has played with a nastier streak lately, which I love to see. Mm-hmm. But he's got to pot up some goals once in a while up in here. Uh, Evander Kane, dude's killing it. I mean, leads in goals and assists, 12 goals and 11 assists, and only eight penalty minutes over his last 22 <laughs> games. <laughs> got to be thrilled about that. And then look, dude, Martin frickin' Jones, man, started all four games this week, got a shutout, I mean, in his last seven starts, the Chief has thrown up an average of 930. That you would take that all day, every day, if your goalie's going to average 930 for you. I think if I want to slide in on the hot list, I would say the line of John Leonard, Ryan Donato, and Dylan Gambrell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the offense... It's come quietly, you know, Donato's got, a, over the last week, a goal and two assists. Um, Leonard, uh, Leonard, I believe, had two assists. Gambrell had a goal and assist, and all, all in five games. So not, like, blowing you up in any way, but I just think for how little ice time they're playing compared to the top two lines, I think they're making the most of the time they are on the ice. And even if they're not chipping in on the offense, they're doing everything they need to do they they're proving themselves to be a very capable third line and you know anybody who's a anybody who was a sharks fan in uh in 2008 9 knows what it's like to not have a capable third line oh, you're mm. right um another name on my hot list uh let me see if i'm pronouncing this right vl <laughs> yep <laughs> do it it's good I, I mean it's uh it's <laughs> let's see let me yeah, put him in the lineup. Let's see what happens. Oh, we're undefeated with him in the lineup. Uh, I think he stays. Yeah, beat the wheels off Luke Johnson as well. True. <laughs> I mean, you know the 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 um 
comparison to Gabriel is obviously I there, don't think but there I there is a comparison. <laughs> well, you know, you you know, I mean, you can you can compare a million dollars to um, a kick in the groin. They're comparable. Um, I suppose. <laughs> They're, each one I, is going to give you feelings. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I just think he and you know we've God, I'm every week the last five weeks we've had something to say about Gabriel, and it's nice to not, isn't it? Well, it's yeah, yeah. but I, I just think after you know his antics against the um, the Kings and the Coyotes, and then obviously VL coming in to your point, fighting Johnson. You know, challenging Matt Dumba, which, as Rocket knows, Matt Dumba is a tough customer. Yeah, which, not a pushover. You know, you know, so he's for a rookie. He's 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 got some big ones, as they say. And you know, it's nice because he'll hit you and he'll fight you if he has to. But you know, he can skate very well. He's cre- he's helping generate offense, even if it's just a shot on goal, save TV timeout. It's still a shot on goal that's being generated. So I've got nothing to complain about. I say leave him in for the rest of the year. Absolutely, dude. Yes. Um, finally, for the hot list, uh, I'm just going to say, d- dude, the penalty kill. 20 for their last 22, 91%. Yeah, I will take that. Uh, on the not list, uh, this might be an unpopular opinion. Logan Couture. So, I mean, three points in the last seven games, but I don't know. I'm just feels like he's just, I don't know. Maybe he's just had a bad week, and it's just, you know everybody else is contributing, so it's not as noticeable. But I don't know. I'd like to see a little bit more from the captain. But then again, though, he did have a hellacious feed to Kane the other day, so I don't know. Yeah, I, he. I want to see him get hot, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree, and I think it seems to me like the last maybe week, week and a half, there's been. I don't know. It feels like there's been something really weird about his skating. Like it just doesn't seem like he's at full tilt, and you yeah. know mm-hmm. you don't. You don't want to obviously. You don't want to speculate or throw anything at the wall, on in that perspective. But just from kind of what I've observed, you know, it at the very least it looks like something isn't normal. Well, and <clears throat> Alden in the chat saying, you know, perhaps he's nursing an injury that we are unaware of, and that could very well mm. be true. We've seen it happen before. Um, also on the not hot list, of course, the power play. The last two weeks, they're fourteen percent. It's, and again, they've given up a shorty during that stretch. Yeah. Yikes. And then, of course, uh, Devin Dubnik. Dude, you've, you've been outplayed. <laughs> so let's move on to some Sharks related news. T- topic numero uno here. We, we mentioned the deadline earlier. Uh, everybody wants to know after what, what's the deadline? The 12th? April 12th at noon Pacific. All right. Uh, at 12.01 noon Pacific, is Patrick Marlowe still a shark? Probably. Yes. I am unsure. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... The more more important question is, is Marcus Sorensen a Calgary Flame? Or not a shark. I don't care if he goes to the Flames or wherever he goes. Get him to... Get him... Dude, I will bust him out myself. But it's just unfor- it's unfortunate because you were like there was a while where like very early in his career like oh I was you were rooting. his you were his guy dude I was rooting know? for him I like, was you were his only friend and now it's like <laughs> bye you know. the only one who knew how to spell his name correctly <laughs> 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 well I yeah I I feel like see it's so funny there's all this speculation about Marlowe 
going, you know, where is he going to go? And my whole thing is like, doesn't there need to be like somebody that wants him? Yep. You know, and I, Patty, you know, it's not like Patty's going to go, oh my God, Anaheim? Sure. Like, he, you know, he's only going to a team that has a legit shot, you know? like, right. And is there a reason for, I don't know, Tampa Bay to be knocking on the door? Colorado. Uh, them too. Ooh. You Because know? you think about yeah. Colorado. Col- Colorado, they, you know, they're quick and they like to snap it around. And say what you want about Marlowe, where his offense has gone, he can still skate. Yes. He can. You know. Dude, but... we saw Matt Nieto thrive there. Hello, Jonas Donskoy. <laughs> oh. I just think <laughs> I I think if if Patrick Marlowe if he is traded before or at the deadline, you know, wherever he ends up, they're not gonna be playing him on a nightly basis like the Sharks are. Mm-hmm. And and that that's not to say that Marlowe is a bad player or he sucks or he shouldn't be in the league. It's just, just it's just that penalty it's just, killer. But that's the thing. It's just the thing is that any of these teams he's going to go to more than likely have 12 forwards who are just better. Exactly. I think, you know, this, is, this isn't this is a uh, Ray Bork situation. Like, everybody wants Marlowe to raise the cup. Are there a few more that want Thornton to raise it? Perhaps. But, look, I just... Again, I there needs to be a dance partner, and I just don't know anybody. I just can't think of a team that would want to punch Marlowe's ticket. I don't know. I think that any team that's got any kind of chance at contending would want Patrick Marlowe as an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. He's a, he's a skilled body that if one of your top six gets injured – or maybe not top, but maybe like your middle six gets injured. He's able to slide in there and cover for him until they get better. And mm-hmm. it's really all that you're looking for after the trade deadline, I think. And somebody in the market's going to want him just as an insurance policy. Now, what do you think it fetches, though? Anything more than a sixth? I don't know. It depends on how desperate they are. I know. Even if even if it only fetches a sixth, it's a sixth that the Sharks didn't have before. Yeah. yeah you know, true. and... and as as we've seen, the sharks they they find a way to to unearth some gems in the later rounds. So, who knows? I mean, it's all speculative. But I no rocket makes an excellent point where you know it's he's not really maybe going to give you anything offensively. But how many times do you hear teams say, well, you know, in a cup run, you know, you want fifteen forwards and nine defensemen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a guy who can step in if you need to be. Like you said, AJ, he's a very competent penalty killer he can skate and move his feet and then you know rocket like you were saying as well if you absolutely have to put him in an offensive role maybe he won't score a bunch of goals but you know he's not he 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 knows in even in his advanced age he knows how to get the puck to people sure okay let me query you that query you this in the 2021-2022 season is marlo still in the nhl yes he's on the sharks for a fourth tour Jesus Christ! Okay. Doesn't he have to? Doesn't he have to finish the the little whatever record he's yeah, trying to break? They gotta, they gotta get old. I was gonna oh. say they gotta get old boy his record. Yeah. Yeah, but is he is he on an NHL team next year? Sure. Next season, because he said he still wants to play after this season. So I don't know. We'll we'll talk well, about that as and, as it gets closer. And real quick, um, when the when flashing it back a little bit, um. When the Sharks were eliminated by the Edmonton Oilers in 2017, Marlowe was asked about his future because he was a free agent 
to be at the time. And he said, I feel like I have at least five more years in me. And next year would be five years from then. So hmm. there you go. If you, this is this week's edition of Shoehorned Narrative. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, move it along here. Last Monday, uh, there was an, uh, a social account that announced that SAP Center would be opening to allow fans on April 23rd. Now, we contacted the Sharks that same day, and a spokesperson said, yeah, there's no plan for us to open in place right now. Uh, now, that's not to say that the Sharks aren't prepared to pounce as soon as the county and the city and everything, if they allow it. Uh, if if that happens to be the April 23rd date, fine, but nothing official has been announced as of yet. Now, um, I believe Jerk calls this clout chasing. <laughs> <laughs> the account walked back their comments and, and said, well, that was a projection, not an absolution. I don't know. When somebody says, you know, Shark Tank to open – on April 23rd. That sounds like an absolution. But anyway, I mean... Like, the one the one thing I'll say is just because, you know, just because they can doesn't mean they <laughs> will. Doesn't mean they will. Yeah. And, 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 I, and, you know, there was a lot of chatter about that exact point on the Twitter and the YouTube yesterday. Yesterday, Jesus. Uh, after the game against the Kings, whenever that was. Was I, that yesterday? I had the vaccine, man. I, I don't was going to say, this, this, this 5G microchip is messing me up. Um, <laughs> oh, God. You turned into a cell tower yet? <laughs> but uh, you know, until like Santa Clara County can say all they want, but Santa Clara County doesn't host the Sharks games. They're not the Sharks, so until the Sharks say something, um, yeah, nothing's happening. Yeah, and, and to quote Brent Burns, I don't mean to be a dick, but when team sources say no plans are currently in place, it it did come off kind of clickbaity or like. You know what? Let me throw this dart at the at the you know at the wall, and if it sticks, then I'll take credit. And if it doesn't, well, it's just what we'd heard, you know. So it's just, you know, look, maybe announce it after you have card confirmation. That's all we're saying. That's 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 why I I always say, you know, I'm not telling you this is true. I'm just telling you what I heard. Exactly. If you preface everything you say with that, you will never get into any trouble. Mm-hmm. Well. So we'll see if April 23rd, or if between now and April 23rd anything changes remember for the count i mean i'm assuming that uh or at least okay well i'm sorry what am i supposed to say i'm not saying this is true i'm just saying it's what i've heard yep. that if see, you're good you can't get canceled now because you said it see uh <laughs> if fans are allowed in they will have to produce proof of uh vaccination or a negative test good luck standing in that line that should be fun uh but <laughs> <laughs> but who knows uh it but it does sound we could get closer uh if you're in santa clara county then you're aware that they just uh on the first opened it up to 50 and over but on april 15th it's open to 16 and over to get your vaccination so could that be in line with april 23rd and you know maybe get 1200 or so fans in there maybe maybe so maybe no now here's the thing that i just want to call out real quickly Okay. There's a push for the contactless payment, all that type of stuff. They don't, and I would assume that it'll be like, okay, use an app on your phone to order your food, and then you can come, you know, retrieve it, what have you. Uh, which I find really funny because we're talking about SAP Center in the middle of Silicon Valley, and I've been screaming for I don't know how long about why can't we pay for stuff with our phones, but. So that the, because because the the season ticket holders from day one that are a thousand years old will get mad. Oh, 
This is a hundred percent correct. There you go. So it is literally those people that are holding the rest of the. And, and I just want to and I just want to say I love those people. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the at the the Oakland Athletics on opening night had a similar system in place. They don't want people standing in lines for concessions, so they put they had an app. It's like use this to order your food and bev, and it will be delivered to you. No touching. Blah 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 blah. And of course, what happened in the first inning? The app died. That's a lot of money and a lot of food gone to waste. So, well, no touching. Wait a minute. Hold on. So instead of me going and standing in a line, and just standing there, and then having one person go from the kitchen to my food to me, they're gonna have my food handed from the kitchen to another person, which is a runner, down to my seat, and say I'm like 15 people in. So they gotta like. Mm-hmm. Fireman pass so fifteen other people who I don't know just touched my food. I'm just saying. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but in the immortal words of Rocket Backhander, the fuck, bro. <laughs> we'll see. I'll I'll say this too. Let's look at the other side of the coin. And as as a frequent attender of Barracuda games, Rocket knows what I'm talking about. I think it would be kind of nice to go to a Sharks game in a COVID world where there's only maybe twenty five hundred heads rolling around on the concourse. That'd be mm. fun. Uh, yeah. You will not have to wait to go pee, I'll tell you that. Oh, dude, it'll be like a CUDA game. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, um, I'd, be, I'd be all right with that. Our buddy Chester Chivo our buddy Chester Chivo pointing out the Giants have announced that you have to be fully vaccinated or have had a negative COVID test 72 hours prior Ooh. to the game. If you are in the counterfeit business, oh, Jesus. now is your time to shine. <laughs> with that graphic I've been waiting design, so long for this day. With that graphic design uh, Bachelor of Arts degree you got from the University of Phoenix to good use and start making yourself <laughs> yeah. smart. Well, now, let's, let's also point out, too, that's, that's the Giants, so that's San Francisco Ooh. County, also outdoors so sure. yeah little could be a little bit different but anyway let's move on the score has reported that the sharks are open they've got an open sign up that says hello get your cap relief here uh club has what more than six mil in cap space is it um is it as more of, than that? eight uh if 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 no roster moves are made between now and april 12th the sharks will have about 10.7 mil holy shit well, they can use that to leverage and obtain assets ahead of the deadline. Uh, that's what Pierre Lebrun is saying. Uh, why wouldn't? Hmm? Why wouldn't you? Oh, dude! I mean, San Jose evidently has told teams that it has cap space for rent. Now, and if if Mark Edward Vlasic ends up on the LTIR, let's just say <laughs> um, it could happen. Yeah. Now, so keep an eye on them potentially being a third team in perhaps a cap a complicated cap deal to facilitate trades. They are missing their second rounder from the Eric Carlson deal this season, so this could be another way for them to recoup a pick. Uh, but then again, when this was reported, the Sharks were at that two percent to make the playoffs thing. <laughs> so you know, things the situation is fluid, is what we're saying. So. I, I, you know what though, kind of like what I said before, even even if they find their way in a playoff spot, I think you still stay the course. Stay the course, yeah. And and that's the thing, you know, you could, okay, let's say for argument's sake, the Sharks take on some, you know, 
just $5 million player who is just fumbling around everywhere and, and they're not really contributing. If you're not planning to make the playoffs, play them. Who cares? You know, and if it expires at the end of the year, even better. Open mm-hmm. for business, as you said. And, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, the Sharks don't have their second round pick. Um, you know, the uh, Golden Knights stepped in to help um, to help the Pittsburgh Penguins out with some salary when they traded for Derek Broussard a couple years ago. And the the Golden Knights, for their trouble of <laughs> retaining salary, um, they received um, a draft pick. Uh, I don't know what round, um, but you know they got they got something nice for it. And like I said, all they had to do was retain salary. So Dude, Chester Chester Chivo in the chat, Ian just turned the podcast off when he heard the word playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the Golden Knights in that deal of helping retain salary for Broussard. The Golden Knights, they got Ryan Reeves, who say what you want about the player, but he's a player that they use and they and they love having. Mm-hmm. And a fourth and a fourth round pick, which as I said before, it's a fourth round pick you didn't have before. Now, this coming in on the chat from Deuces Shoeless. Are you guys going to speak on Wilson inquiring about Palmieri? Uh, I haven't heard anything about this. Is it anybody else? No. The Devils are well, here, hold there on. Are... Let me just grab my phone. I'll text Wilson real fast, see if he wants to comment. <laughs> the the, terrible the, organization. The, the Devils are holding Palmieri out of the lineup for precautionary reasons. Basically, they don't want him to get injured before he gets traded. Um, but I just don't see Doug Wilson getting involved just based on what the expected ask is. You know, he's a 25-goal scorer on a very friendly contract. It's just not something I think the Sharks should even get involved with. Um, this is but not I think... staying the course. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Plus, aside from that as well, I don't know. I, I feel like the talk around the town, if you will, is that he's going to end up on the Islanders. So, mm-hmm. might not even be worth getting into. Well, Deuce is saying it was just reported on NHL Network, so we'll wow. have to take a peek into that. And uh, look, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen over the next week. So we'll have something to talk about next. <laughs> uh, you know, on show one twenty eight. Uh, Laurel wanting to know a quick question. Did I miss you guys talking about the Canucks and their players that are sick, which is like all of them? Uh, what are they going to have to do if anything at all to finish the season? I mean, are they even like close sniffing the playoffs at this point? No, they're not. And yeah. I think so write it if, off. You're out by point percentage anyway. Just how many players do they have in protocol right now? Like 17. It's, um, it's 18, 18 players. <sighs> 18 players and three staff members, and that doesn't oh. in, and that doesn't include include players from their taxi squad. And as as Kevin Lacey pointed out on Twitter yesterday, their AHL team hasn't played since March 10th. There's something going on in Vancouver. No kidding, I'm dude. Uh, but I think I mean, look, the Canucks are six points out of a playoff spot, and they're and they've played three more games than the team ahead of them. Yeah, they so were it's, they were running it's out not, of points. Or you know, yeah, running so out of games to to pick up points anyway. So if if, wow. if for some if for some reason they have to shut it down for the whole season, they're not making the playoffs anyway, so it doesn't really matter. No. Fair. All right, let's move along. Oh, around the NHL. Okay, we're gonna have some gonna have some fun now. Um, the Sabers have won a game, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you're gonna snap it against, yeah, if you're gonna snap it against anybody, of course it's gonna be the Flyers. But still, the Sabers have won a game. We thought we'd just throw that up there. Okay, look, this is what I wanted to talk about. 
Um, look, sometimes people make mistakes. It happens. Now, does it happen on a national broadcast? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, and do you, you know, I mean, there's a whole reason why Southwest put together a whole, you know, want to get away. People have these <laughs> moments. I don't know who's running the graphics this week, but, um, dude, th- th- those are some impressive numbers. I'm not going to lie. Hopey days between shits. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm that- just going to assume they meant shifts. That's almost three weeks in February. He needs to see a doctor. Yeah. Like, back I, one out, buddy. Soon. I think somebody may have Photoshopped it. I think it's supposed to be starts. Oh. Um, well, either way. Oh, they, I well, mean, then it's a solid photo. Yeah. It, regardless. Yeah, exactly. Totally impressive. Uh, but the stuff I wanted to get into, of course, is uh, Wednesday night. The Avs and Yotes. Posted six goals in like what three minutes or something ridiculous, including a hat trick by okay. Let me see if I can pronounce this. Jonas Donskoy. Who? <laughs> but Jonas gets a hattie. But the big thing here that we all need to talk about: McKinnon and Garland. Ladies and gentlemen, are you kidding? Like, McKinnon and Garland, I mean, McKinnon's just ragdolling Garland. Uh, you know, they're going at it. Then Chief rips off his helmet and throws it at his face. <laughs> okay? Head. Throws it at Chief's face. And what did superstar Nathan McKinnon get for his efforts? A $5,000 fine. Using equipment as a weapon, $5,000. Fantastic. Let's move on. Connor McDavid throws an elbow on, uh, cut, cut, oh man, say it, man. Kotkaniemi. God, I hate, I hate that guy's name. <laughs> but, I mean, let's just dive into this. Look, look dude, Chief has it. He's skinny. And look, McDavid makes the beeline. And yeah, and like in the he, dude's already made the pass. Connor's like, "Yep, yeah, don't care." Boom, right into the choppers. And what do we have for him, Johnny? Five thousand dollar fine. So so far, the Department of Player Safety has said, "You know what? Only cost you five grand if you want to elbow somebody in the choppers or." throw a piece of equipment at their face unless your name is Chandler Stevenson then if you do that throw the elbow oh boy knocked chief the fuck out was that Bjornfot crunch yeah dude gets crunch look at Stevenson come in boom throws it now is Stevenson superstar like McKinnon or, or uh, yeah I'm sorry McKinnon or McDavid no so Stevenson gets three games what the fuck did Stevenson have a history of suspension prior to this incident I, I don't even care but jerk is there a case I you know what in 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 watching the McKinnon uh, incident, if you will, I thought that was worth a fine. 
honestly. I mean, only yeah. a fine. Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay, yeah, the you know he, <laughs> dude, chief he, he, threw he, a piece of equipment in somebody's face. Yeah, but you know, I he don't think he lobbed it though. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think he. It's not like he went over and like beat the guy with it. Like he just tossed it to him. <laughs> uh, and dude, if that if that helmet is two three inches higher, easily could have broken the dude's nose. And then it would have been a suspension. Yeah. But I don't know. I I think a fine. I think a fine was okay for that one. But I do agree with you that the Connor McDavid play should have been a suspension. I mean, it's interference as you pointed out. It's charging. It's a hit to the head. Like it checks all three boxes for sure. Should have been a suspension. I I would say the Stevenson hit and the McDavid hit. I would say those are exactly the same. I just I, I'm just five K. Now remember. The guys who got the 5K fine, that is tip money for them. That means they're going to miss a team meal. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. The Down the line, when the CBA is negotiated or the Players Association gets involved, we need to add a couple of zeros onto that maximum fine. Got to be able to, you know, 500,000, not 5,000. I think it should be a percentage. I don't think it should be a set number. Better. I think it should be a percentage because then it would vary per player. So everybody gets dinged accordingly. Even better. Yes. Because, yeah, the $12 million player, it's, the you know, $5,000 to Connor McDavid. <laughs> I was going to say, when they, Dude, when they take he probably that, finds take, that in his couch cushions. I was going to say, when they, when they take that out of his paycheck, like, I don't think he'll notice. <laughs> yeah. Right? They'll just be like, oh, somebody paid the dry cleaning bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I want to say it, but I can't. <laughs> I just want to be like, wait, did we play Evander Kane in the Sharks recently? Why am I missing 5Gs? Anyway. No. <laughs> Obvious joke. Everybody settle. Obvious joke. Um. So the other thing around the NHL, of course, is Brandon Dubinsky caused a stir by talking a little smack about Sidney Crosby and saying that Ovechkin is better. Uh, do we do we have any uh, any opinion on this one way or the other? Not particularly. Mm. I mean, it, it, I I think the the only takeaway that I have is I'm surprised Dubinsky is still, you know, lipping off about Sidney Crosby. I mean, it was Be- like their beacon, if you will. Yeah, you know, like their bad blood. Like it's it's well known. But, like, dude, you're not even in the league anymore. Like, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, but John Scott has a nice little podcast. He's fine. Yeah, and that guy, I mean, I love oh. John Scott, but that guy says his fair share of peculiar <laughs> things as well. <laughs> well, all I know is Crosby has the, uh, what, the rep of being kind of a, a baby, a complainer, a crier? No, he he had that rep in his first two seasons. Had. Okay. That's the that's the point that Dubinsky made was like, you know, he said like Crosby's a hell of a player. He's the best player in the world. The thing that I was pointing out is that if you look at his first two seasons, he was finding every reason to complain about something. And I remember and, Chris Pronger being the same way during yeah, that playoff. And run. look at Sidney Crosby's stats. His rookie year, he had a hundred points and a hundred penalty minutes. Jesus Christ. Well, let me just say that Chief didn't do himself any favors this week. Can we can we just watch this for a second? Off the face off. I'm surprised Crosby did not get whiplash from the way he throws his head back. You look at this and it's like, 
Yeah. Does he take a stick to the chin a little bit? Yeah. Would that force you to whip and contort your whole body and throwing up your arms like that? I'm sorry. That is just like how that doesn't get embellishment. I will never know. That's something that Department of Player Safety, the league, whoever, somebody needs to come in and go, you know what? We're going to give you 10 grand fine for being a douche. Like you don't, that's such bullshit. But the the funnier part, look at the two players closest to the screen. You know, Krejci and McCann, they completely missed this. Dude, to me, I say that's a bigger hit. Do you see McCann's whole body contort and whip back? Not nearly as bad as Crosby. <laughs> just, I, just let, come on, Sydney. <laughs> Dude looks like he got snipered. Are you kidding me with that? <laughs> and moving on. All right, fine. <laughs> yep. F you. No, I no, I I agree. I at first when I saw it, I like I always anything like that, I always give the benefit of the doubt because it's like how many times does something breeze by your face and you flinch, right? Flinch. But, I don't right, my whole but, body but no, doesn't go into contortions. Yes, but no, to your point, that was not a flinch. <laughs> that was, uh, yes, Chester pointing it out like Crosby went full LeBron. Yeah, because you do see basketball players pull that crap all the time. This is true. <sighs> all right. Uh, can we have ourselves a score update between Anaheim and Arizona, please? It is two to one Anaheim with 14 minutes left in the third. Ew. You love to see it. So I think we can probably start packing this one up so we can catch the end of that. Hope you guys enjoyed the show this week again if there's anything you'd like us to get into you can always throw it in the comments or hit us up earlier in the week so we can actually do some research and homework uh hit us up at pucknologist but you know where to find us because you can follow her at our backhander 76 you can follow him at hockey underscore jerk you can follow me at aj underscore strong famous last words rock your mom busted in and said, what's that noise? Ugh. Oh, what is it? Mama's just jealous. The Sharks won four games in a row. <laughs> AJ? I'm not touching that one, jerk. <laughs> uh, famous last words. The Sharks have been playing well lately, and I hope they keep playing well. Um, because obviously yeah, it gives us more things to talk about um, and more excitement when we're talking about said things um the one thing i did want to say is um you know as you know some people they have um you know you set it up on your account where it's like it'll auto tweet every day like oh it's my twitter anniversary i lost x followers i gained x followers like the auto tweets when you um when you get like the numbers on your twitter account so the um The, Real quickly, we just got a super chat in from John John. Five, go Ducks. <laughs> um, so the uh, Twitterversary tweet popped up for the Twitter account uh, DieHardShark510. And if you don't know, that's Mike Nevis, who was a listener of the show, a wizard at the Photoshop, funny oh, guy. All around solid dude. It reminded me that we um, just eclipsed two years since he passed away. Um, 
you know, he was obviously a big fan of the show. We all enjoyed talking to him and having him around. So, um, I know he had a girlfriend and, um, his parents obviously were, it was a big loss for all of them. So, um, we're thinking about him and we miss you, Mike. Yeah. Dude was solid. I mean, you mentioned the Photoshopping, but, uh, the sense of humor was just as warped as mine. So yeah, definitely missed that dude. Uh, for me, I mean, famous last words, of course, always starts with the uh, update for the line score for one Mr. Joe Pavelski, who still leads the Stars with 15 goals, 34 points. Last time I looked, plus 11. Not bad for a ha- washed-up has-been. I was going to say, imagine if he was still good. Yeah. Wow. God, that that would be uh, that'd be huge, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right, so next week, what? We got one at Anaheim, two at L.A. Anything else coming up this week before the trade deadline that could be fun? Uh, Joe Thornton hitting any milestones? <laughs> Anybody? Who cares? There's nothing. Not on the team. He's not on the team anymore. Oh, I know, but anything <laughs> going on in the in the Pacific? I mean, even even Sharks Lies is saying, man, this show went by way too fast tonight. <laughs> it felt like yeah, it felt good. It just seems, I don't know, everything. Maybe she's I, on the feels... vaccine, too. It just feels like we're kind of at that point in the season where everything just sort of bleeds together and you sort of just run through it, it all, you know? Like, it's it's crazy to me that we're, and granted, it's a shortened season, but it's crazy to me we're a third of the way through. Or, I'm sorry, two-thirds of the way through. Yeah, yeah aren't we, like, less than 20 games from the end of the season? 19 yeah. left for the Nin- Sharks. Yep. Jeez, <laughs> fast. Well, n- 19 regular season games. Might we get a <laughs> few more? Could be. Remains to be seen. Yeah. What? Are, so, what are we thinking? Nineteen games left. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? You, th- you think they can pull off, say, twelve, five, and two? That's uh, that, that, dude. Get out of my head. That was like literally what I was thinking. I don't know that they can do. That. I'm going to say like you know, ten, seven, and two. I mean, if you look. At the because you get the three uh, versus Vegas and they they've lost all you know they can't get a win against them and you've got those four against Colorado at the end now by the time that ha- that those four happen will Colorado have much to play for at that time we'll see yeah that's what I was gonna say is you've got you know you you got three more against in this month three more against Anaheim two more against L A but then you got three against Vegas three against Minnesota. Um, one against Colorado and two against Arizona who are, you know, they're still sniffing around. So. All right. I'm, I'm going to be optimistic here. Oh shit. She's like fucking 17, one and one. No, I'm 16, two and one. Wow. Yeah. So who did the two losses come to? Um, I think, LA. No, well, I thought no, she, they, dude, I thought she was going to say Anaheim. <laughs> there's three losses there. I think um, one of them's in Colorado and two of them's in Vegas. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You know, these games, especially Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, like you want to win those games anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but you're not you're not you're not going to catch those three teams in the standings. So if you have to win in overtime, do it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it you're not catching them anyway. It makes no difference if they get at the charity point. God. Yep. I hate that. Get rid of the charity point while we're at it, or make all games worth three points. One or the other. I don't care. Like, I like I like the second one. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! You know why the show? Why it felt like it went so quick? We forgot we a little something. something. What do we do? The tweet. 
of the week. Look at that. This is how long Joe Thornton's been in the league, people, if you're an NHL EA (laughs) sports person. (laughs) 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 I love this. What a solid tweet, man. Are you kidding me with that? (laughs) That's great. Uh, Now, our comment from Facebook, not nearly as funny, probably about, uh, as funny as this is, this is about as silly as this comment is. Oh, dear. Here we go. I'm going to have some things to say, as I'm sure you all are. Here we go. I would hate to go watch a game with some of you people. You talk so much shit, but call yourself fans? The fuck out of here. Bet we would have won a cup by now if our fan base was a bit more supportive. One, uh, one little thing happens and you asshats talk so much shit it's ridiculous. I bet you shit talkers have never even picked up a puck or even a ball, damn armchair refs. How about instead of bringing our team down, you bring them up if you can't do that leave? Now, first off, of course, my favorite. I always love it when a fan tells other fans how to fan. That's my favorite. But right. my my best part about this, is bet we would have want to cut by now if our fan base was more supportive um let me just say this for like what i think three four years nobody sold more merch aside from the chicago bulls than the san jose sharks <laughs> um the san jose for i don't know what two decades san jose had the reputation of being the loudest building in the nhl so that being said where's our cups if that's all it takes. And just to be a douche, you know, I've I've played hockey before and you don't pick the puck up. <laughs> that's true. And I have I have refereed, so I'm not an armchair ref, so oh, either way, I just got a kick out of that. And it's just like again, my favorite thing is uh, first off, just Stay off Sharks fan Facebook. <laughs> if you, if like, it's if, bad. Yeah, it's like unless you just want to go down the rabbit hole of silliness and uh, just uneducated hot takery, just then go ahead to, to your heart's delight. But if you want to take a tour through the red flag factory, <laughs> oh, or my favorite, of course, coming this week, and this will, I guess, this will be the final thing. Now nah, the show's feeling about like it's starting to drag again. Uh, Matt Damon, tell our affiliates we're running late. Um, I don't know how many people I saw post after, uh, what, the the games against Minnesota, and I I don't understand, again, get your head out of your ass and, like, do a little homework. Everybody sees some girl doing pre- and post-game on Friday night and oh, what happened to Brody? Oh, Brody left. Brody left. Brody's not on the show anymore. What? And then the next night, you know, girl is hosting. It's, oh my God, it's true. Oh, this is awesome. Some people, you know, uh, oh, great. Brody sucked anyway, or blah, blah, blah. Or other people going, oh, I'm going to miss Brody, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, Jesus, fuck people. Pull your heads out. This has happened before. He does the Sharks and the A's. Sometimes those two things conflict. And so he has to do one over the other. This is not the first time this has ever occurred. But my favorite part are the people that think like this is permanent. Mm. And I'm like, and, and the other thing, and it's like, what did Brody do? What, how did, what did he do that hurt you? Tell, tell us where he touched you. 
Like, what's your problem with Brody? Show us on the little shark doll. Yeah, like team. literally one of the nicest guys. Like, I don't even get it. But. <laughs> For those of you not watching, Rocket's head just exploded. <laughs> I had to sneeze and turn my microphone off. Oh, that was great. But anyway, like, people, just, just do a little research or homework before you open your mouth, would you? Or at least... Put it in the form of a question. Like what jerk, what is it again? I'm not say you know, I'm not saying this is true. I'm just saying that I've heard Brody is not on the show anymore. Can anyone confirm? There you go. There you go. Yep. That's all it takes. You know what I'd like to see Facebook uh ad is uh what there's some and Rocket, I bet you you will know this. There's some sort of uh like Q and A forum type of thing where you'll ask a question and then there'll be like a bunch of different responses, but then people vote and it's like, this is deemed like the most appropriate response. And it's always like the top comment. So that way you don't have to read through the bastion of bullshit underneath. It was uh, I know that Yahoo answers sort of was like, there that. you go. Okay. Then, well, okay. How's Yahoo doing? Not so great. So maybe that's yeah, not exactly. a good idea. So, but anyway, yeah. oh, it would, Oh, s whoa. Hello. Whoa, that was cool. Do you want to update your system audio? No, Maybe? I do not. Did we just end the show? What the hell just happened? I don't know. Holy crap. Okay, well, I think it's probably time to end the show then. Yeah. Are we still on the air, people? I don't know. I don't have a clue. I just It I don't... says live. Yeah, says I don't, live all, there, all, so. all of a sudden all of our cameras went out. That was Dude, this is super cool. Okay. Yeah, we're still on. We're still on the air. All right. Oh. Hi, man. everyone. We're still here. Now we're all in jerk mode. Whoa! This is so cool. <laughs> yeah, we're all in jerk mode. This is awesome. Okay. Well, you know what I can do? Booyah! All right. Oh. So, uh, thanks for watching, everybody. You know what? That was probably a good idea for that to happen because that says, yeah, okay, you are done. You should get off the air now, and we'll talk to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to everybody next week. Okay. Sound good? All right. And if, oh shit, Alex is taking over. Yeah, we got to go, guys. Uh, <laughs> see you on Discord. And um, there you go. And next Sunday, nothing. Nothing's coming. Happy Easter, everybody. There's no. What the hell's happening next Sunday? Nothing, right? Nothing. Thank God. All right. Good night. Oh no, it's the day before the trade deadline. So have a great night. I hope you enjoyed your Easter. We'll catch you all next week for episode 128. Sing it with us now. <laughs>